Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome in. It is Bink Sunday. I am not Jay Binkley. I am Rob Brenton hosting in lieu of Jay Binkley. You can hear Bink, though, later today on the Arrowhead Pride postgame show following Chiefs and Steelers this afternoon. And when I host this show, it's not called Bink Sunday, Grant. It's called Sundays with Rob. It's a way better name. It's way more appropriate. Calling it Bink Sunday, but Rob's hosting seems foolish. It seems silly. Welcome into Sundays with Rob. I am, like I said, Rob Britton. I produce The Drive. Two to six every weekday here on 610 Sports Radio. And I also host the Nutmeg Podcast, which is important today because guess what day it is, Grant? It's Boxing Day. It is Boxing Day indeed. I promise you I'll get the Chiefs coverage here in two minutes, but let me have my moment. Boxing Day, for those of you that don't know, it's a big deal in the UK. It falls on December 26th every year. Dates back to like the 1800s. The gist is this. Since the 1950s, they play soccer. In England, the day after Christmas on Boxing Day. If you're looking for an American equivalent, I got you. This is the Lions and Cowboys on Thanksgiving, but instead the entire league plays. It's pretty exciting times. You know what, Grant? I came to the boss and I'm like, hey, I'm going to do some uh, some EPL coverage on when I'm hosting on Sundays with Rob this week. And he's like, oh, that sounds great. You don't want anyone to listen, so definitely do that. And then he came to me. He's like, you know what? I got a sponsor for you. So get ready, Kansas City, because every segment today, we're giving score updates. And your score updates are brought to you by Twin Peaks. Boxing Day coverage is brought to you by Twin Peaks, your place for eats, drinks, and scenic views. But it's not just soccer on this show today, because we got to start where we have to start, which is the Kansas City Chiefs. It's been a hectic week for the Chiefs, and frankly, I think all of Kansas City, myself includes, been glued to their phone watching for the COVID issues and how they're shaking out. Because what felt like on Monday or Tuesday of this week, oh, kick your feet up. Ben Roethlisberger and the washed Steelers are not coming into Kansas City with the one seat on the line and beating the Chiefs. This team was kicked into turbo gear. They went on the road and they beat the Chargers. The offense looked back. It was happy days. And then we started getting news that a couple players tested positive for COVID. The latest update, your COVID update for the Kansas City Chiefs is as follows. Earlier today, the Chiefs announced that Travis Kelsey, Pro Bowl tight end, is out. Nick Bolton, everyone's favorite, is out. Lucas Niang is out. Yesterday, they did announce that Tyreek Hill has come off the COVID list, so he will be playing today, which is good news. The other moves they made yesterday, which... It's a little bit of tedious exercise, but I think it's necessary to know. They activated two defensive backs, a tight end, and a punter. Why is that relevant? That means that it's not impossible to believe that Rashad Fenton's not back today. You don't bring two D-backs up if you feel like, oh, we're good on D-back because Fenton's going to play. Now, earlier in the week, we did get news that Charvarius Ward is off the COVID list, which is good. We got news that Josh Gordon is off the COVID list, which is... I guess fine, because it's not like they go out of their way to target him. Chris Jones did come off the COVID list, which is a huge deal. 
That is your COVID Kansas City Chiefs update, which is the biggest story in Kansas City. Because now we know what effect it could and will have on this game this afternoon, 325. We now know the Chiefs' best wide receiver and, frankly, only wide receiver, Tyreek Hill. Or only, that's not fair. There's others on the roster. Only reliable wide receiver, Tyreek Hill, will be playing. We also know that Chris Jones will be playing, but no Travis Kelsey. This is the first time in Patrick Mahomes' career as a full-time starter, because I know that happened when they played Denver in that game that Mahomes started his career on, the one where he made Albert Wilson look like a hero. This is the first time as a full-time starter, Patrick Mahomes will not have Travis Kelsey. Nick Bolton, not available. So a team that's going to be heavy run because their quarterback can't throw between me and Grant and Ben Roethlisberger is going to be without their run-stuffing linebacker. So there's a lot of concerns now if you're a Kansas City Chiefs fan because we kind of argued all week on the respective shows. I know for a fact it happened on the drive. What's the potential biggest loss to the Chiefs? And we, we talked about it. It could be Hill. It could be Kelsey. It could be Jones. But it was a day-to-day situation. Someone could always be back. We didn't know what we didn't know. With the new COVID protocols, which we'll talk about later with the NFL, because the NFL has done a terrible job explaining them and a worse job explaining their changes. And frankly, sports and COVID are the story in sports. We'll get to that a little later in the show. But it was a day-to-day thing. Andy Reid spoke, what, four times this week? He was asked all the time, hey, what about players X, Y, and Z on the COVID list? Well, it's day-to-day because they don't know where you're going to test out. You get reports from me and Rappaport. They're feeling good about someone coming back. Reports are coming out that, oh, so-and-so is back. But what we now know is Lucas Niang, starting right tackle, is out. Travis Kelsey is now out for the Kansas City Chiefs. Nick Bolton is now out for the Kansas City Chiefs. Harrison Butker is now out for the Kansas City Chiefs. And Tommy Townsend is now out this today for the Kansas City Chiefs. Grant, I might have a, I don't know if it's a hot take. I don't think it's a hot take. A little bit differing opinion here than a lot of people. Because I think a lot of people see Travis Kelsey's out and they panic and they think that's the biggest problem with the Chiefs. They're not going to have Travis Kelsey this week. And it's a big problem. I'm not here to tell you it's not. Because I said earlier, they do not have a reliable second wide receiver. And really, without Travis Kelsey, they don't have a reliable second pass catcher going into this game. But I have always been of the belief that elite quarterbacks can elevate mediocre players. Mediocre pass catchers. Peyton Manning and Tom Brady made a career of this. They were elite players, Hall of Famers, two of the GOATs. They made wide receivers look fine. Dan Marino, who's the best receiver in Dan Marino's career, Grant? Now you're like 15, so you probably don't even know who that is. Yeah, I can't even name a single one, good (laughs) or bad. I don't know. Exactly. Now, he didn't win all, all the Super Bowls, but he was a statistical freak because he was great. Great players elevate wide receivers. So while Travis Kelsey being out is a problem for the Chiefs, I think Patrick Mahomes is good enough to elevate secondary pass catchers. I mentioned earlier, the only time that he's played without Travis Kelsey was his first career start in Denver week 17. Alex Smith was out. They were going to ice down the starters and get ready for the Titans game. Sorry to bring up bad memories of the Titans game, but they were going to ice everyone down. He made Albert Wilson a lot of money that day. Albert Wilson has a nice car and a nice home because of Patrick Mahomes. I think Patrick Mahomes can do that again for Josh Gordon. Who's been, as to quote Carrington Harrison, been running wind sprints out there. I think he can make a, a guy like McCole Hardman for the first time look reliable. I think Byron Pringle, your guy, Grant, I assume he's your guy, you're a K-Stater, has a chance to have a good day today because Patrick Mahomes can elevate those players. Julian Edelman is a Hall of Famer in some idiots' minds because Tom Brady's elite. He's not a Hall of Famer, but idiots think that. Wes Welker was a scrub in Miami. Could you say that again? Do you know what he was in New England? I said seriously, and my phone got me. Wes Welker was a scrub in Miami. He was great with Tom Brady and great with Peyton Manning. They elevated his career. Danny Amendola, you only know that name because Tom Brady elevated his career. So I'm not worried about Travis Kelsey. What I am worried about is no Lucas Niang. Now, I know Lucas Niang is everyone's favorite punching bag because he's probably the worst rookie they have. I guess he's not a rookie. He's first-year starter they have on that offensive line. But they found two studs in Trey Smith and Creed Humphrey. So he's unfortunately the worst, but it's a tough tough grouping he's a part of today he'll be going up against what 
one of the top three, top two, maybe top one pass rushers in the NFL, TJ Watt. TJ Watt's a freak. I know he has broken ribs, but everyone this time of year is dealing with something. It's the NFL. Andrew Wiley has been perfectly suitable, perfectly suitable, but this is a different animal. The last time we saw T, excuse me, last time we saw Andrew Wiley against a different level of pass rusher was the Super Bowl. JPP and Shaq Barrett made him look very bad. Now there are other problems that day. He was standing next to another backup and Nick Allegretti. Today he'll be standing next to Trey Smith, who's very good, so you'll get some help. But it's hard to not have a little bit of Super Bowl PTSD when your starting right tackle is out and he's going up, and up against an elite pass rusher. When you combine that with the fact I worry about the trust issues with Mahomes and people not named Hill, today's a day where Andy Reid has to be great. He has to scheme it up and be fantastic. I mentioned that Super Bowl PTSD. Everyone loves to blame the offensive line for what went wrong there, and that's a fair criticism because a lot went wrong, and it's fair to blame the offensive line because they were atrocious. But Andy Reid did not help out Patrick Mahomes that day. They didn't run the ball effectively. They didn't keep tight ends to chip. They tried to run their regular high-flying offense, and a backup offensive line was shellacked. Embarrassed by JPP and Shaq Barrett. I don't need to remind you. You guys watched it. I won't bring up sour memories. Today, Andy Reid can't have that. Andy Reid has to look at TJ Watt and say, okay, Andrew Wiley's suitable, but let's help him as much as we can. If we have to run more screens and things to that side to get TJ Watt's head spin a little bit, we have to do that. Because TJ Watt versus Andrew Wiley is the biggest concern I have today with COVID. And that includes the fact that Chiefs are trotting out a kicker whose name is Elliot, which is going to give a lot of Chiefs fans PTSD for a lot of different reasons. And as Jay Binkley has loved to tell me, he's gone out of his way to tell me about Elliot Fry. He missed like 20 some odd kicks in college down in South Carolina. I have a hunch South Carolina kicking was a little bit different pressure than the NFL. They're up with a backup punter today, which I know Chiefs fans are like, who cares? Don't punt. But let Johnny Townsend shank one and field position change. In a game like today, where you're out, not outmanned, but you're not at full strength, you can't have punters be shanking punts. I'm worried about the specialists. They don't move the needle for me as much as Andrew Wiley. And really, I'm blaming Wiley, but it's really for me, it's Andy Reid. Andy Reid has to be great today. Andy Reid has to beat the Steelers. While simultaneously, Andy Reid can't get caught playing the Steelers game. The Steelers have a decrepit quarterback who can't throw the football. He's the epitome of washed. He's also a jerk, but that's neither here nor there. He's washed. You can't get into a slugfest, defensive, 16-13, grinded-out game with this team. That's where they thrive. So you have to be as foot on the accelerator as you can because this team can't keep up with you while working at one hand tied behind your back. And for what a lot of people, myself included, call the best offensive mind in the NFL – you need to go out and do that. He did not look like the best offensive mind in the NFL during the Super Bowl when he was hand-tied behind his back but still tried to run the high-flying offense. But you know what? He's done it before. A.J. Feely won a football game with him as the quarter, with, at quarterback because Andy Reid schemed it up. Jeff Garcia had a couple extra paychecks into his career because Andy Reid was able to scheme it up and protect him. Kevin Cobb was traded for and was a high commodity in the NFL. You want to know why? Because Andy Reid schemed it up to make him look great. Andy Reid can scheme it up. He's brilliant. He needs to scheme it up today to protect Andrew Wiley and get that offense humming. If that offense is humming, the Steelers cannot score with you. They can't. So that is your COVID update. I will be giving you COVID updates throughout the day because the Chiefs and COVID are the two biggest storylines of this game. I'd love to have the biggest Orlando's game be, oh, well, are the Chiefs going to finally run the ball effectively against the bad Steelers run defense? That'd be a fun one to talk about. I love getting in the weeds with that kind of stuff. Is this the week that we find out if Najee Harris was a bust because the Chiefs shut him down? That'd be a really fun topic. You guys know how much I hate running backs, and I would love to crush a first-round running back. Unfortunately, I can't do that today. The biggest story is COVID. Top text on the J Southland Toasters text line, 913-576-7610. Feel free to interact with the show on the text line. Don't disrespect Kelsey like that. Kelsey is phenomenal. I don't want this take to be Kelsey's bad. They can survive without him. Kelsey is the best tight end in the NFL and a Hall of Famer. And when it's all said and done, you could probably make an argument based on what he's doing that Travis Kelsey might be the greatest tight end of all time. He's 
exceptional. There's nothing but compliments I can rain. I could do the next hour 45 of this show just talking about how great Travis Kelsey is. So don't get it twisted. This is not an insult to Travis Kelsey. What this is is a problem the Chiefs have matchup-wise. What do they say in boxing? Styles make fights. TJ Watt versus Andrew Wiley is the matchup to watch because that's a fight the Chiefs lose in name alone. But if Andy Reid schemes it up and protects Andrew Wiley and they can at least play to a neutral, play to a stalemate at that matchup, I don't think the Chiefs should worry because their offense can go up and down the field and the Steelers can't. Like I said, I am Rob Brenton. I am the producer of The Drive from 2 to 6 every weekday here on 610 Sports Radio. I am filling in for Jay Binks today here on Binks Sunday. But as I said earlier, when I host this show on Sundays, it's not Binks Sunday. It is Sundays with Rob. When we come back, we'll talk about the COVID rules and the world we live in in a COVID sports. As we're seeing Omicron, is that how you say it, spike up around sports and people are having some sports takes. I'm already going to regret this. I'm going to talk about COVID and the vaccine in sports. I'm going to close the text line because I can already tell that's going to be a conversation they don't want to have and I don't want to have with them. We'll do it shortly, and we'll get you your Boxing Day update. We're closing in on the most important one of the day, Grant, and that's Chelsea. And if Christian Pulisic's in the starting lineup, we're going to play an alarm, and you're going to see fireworks come out of the Odyssey building here in Kansas City. That's next here on Sundays with Rob. You're listening to Bink Sunday on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to uh, Sundays with Rob. I am your host, Rob Brenton. You can catch me on The Drive 2 to 6, producing that show here on 610 Sports Radio every weekday. Tomorrow on the drive at 215, Grant, we'll have Patrick Mahomes, the quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs. You may have heard of him. As I mentioned earlier in the show, it's Boxing Day. So you'll be getting Boxing Day score updates throughout the day. Your Boxing Day score updates are brought to you by Twin Peaks, Eats, Drinks, Scenic Views. Just came across the top and watching it in here. Southampton. 2-1 right now over West Ham. Some other scores from across the EPL here on Boxing Day. Man City with a four-goal first half is up 4-2 to two on Leicester. Leicester battling back. Arsenal's winning. No one cares. Boo. Tottenham's winning against Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace now carrying a red card. Boo. Disgusting. And three matches were postponed on this Boxing Day because of COVID. 
that's the story in sports, isn't it, Grant? I mean, just it's not unique to the NFL. It's not unique to the NBA. It's not unique to college basketball. It's not unique to bowl games. It is everyone and everything is COVID affected. I'm going to attempt to do something here that's objectively dumb because I know how the text line responds to this. We're going to talk for the next five minutes about COVID, sports, the vaccine, and protocols. And before we start text line, I really don't want to get your texts about what you personally think about the vaccine, what you personally think about the virus, or what you personally think about the protocols. We're going to talk about what they are. Because what they are is confusing and convoluted because the NFL seems to be changing it on the fly but not communicating to anyone the changes. Because I knew the protocols going into the change last week, but I would say Joe Fan probably didn't. Because the NFL didn't really explain it. Because we weren't in the midst of a spike back in September, October. Life looked back to normal. Full stadiums, full rosters, everything was hunky-dory. So the explanation on the protocols wasn't really great, but we didn't really need them to be great. Then all of a sudden we hit November and suddenly COVID is spiking up all across the country and including in the NFL. That begins to happen and suddenly people are scrambling to learn the protocols. Just as people seem to get a grip, a grasp on what those protocols were which, as Aaron Rodgers famously said, he didn't think were rooted in science. And frankly, they were a little different than what you hear from doctors and so on and so forth, but that's neither here nor there. They changed it in the middle of an NFL week. Chiefs fans know this. Chris Jones was on the COVID list, couldn't play a Charger game. He had to then go through the old protocol because they hadn't changed it back yet. The new protocol is if you're asymptomatic and you test negative, you can play, which is why we heard all week that the Chiefs are day-to-day. Oh, goal West Ham. Great goal West Ham. Grant got fired up, threw me off. I'd rather talk about that than COVID. The NFL changed their protocols and their system. And here's my point about this, because I know LeBron James, everyone's favorite, mentioned LeBron James and COVID, and I swear the text line is going to be a mess. He tweeted out that Spider-Man meme. If you don't know what the Spider-Man meme is, I really can't explain it because speaking about a meme is like the oldest thing you can do. How do you do fellow kids moment to explain a meme? It's basically three Spider-Men pointing at each other. I almost did a spoiler back there. It's three Spider-Man cartoons pointing at each other. LeBron tweeted that out and said, COVID, the flu, the cold. Which has just sparked all sorts of fun controversy. LeBron seems to always find himself right in the thick of it. And I love LeBron. But I think LeBron, I don't say made a fair point, because I'm not a doctor nor a scientist. I don't know what I don't know. But I think LeBron's confusion, concern, frustration, or anger is that of many fans. The protocols are twisting and changing and ever-evolving every game, and we don't seem to understand what they are. The NFL seemed not to punish unvaccinated players, but they seemed to highly incentivize being vaccinated versus not. And now it seems like vaccinated players are end up on the COVID list at just high of a rate as unvaccinated players. Like I mentioned earlier, the chiefs have five players out today. One of them we know is unvaccinated. We believe the rest are vaccinated. Doesn't seem right that those guys who did what they, what we were told is correct are out the same way people who are vaccinated aren't vaccinated is out. I made a lot of fun of Cole Beasley, not on this show, but on a lot of shows, because he was staunch anti-vaxxer in the year. He's out this week the same way that Travis Kelsey's out. Travis Kelsey's vaccinated. It seems like, and I will credit Greg Doyle here. For those of you who don't know Greg Doyle, he works the Indianapolis Star. He's a columnist there. He's basically their Sam Mellinger. Uh, well, hold on. I got to find a. He's basically their Fahe Gregorian. He's not their Sam Mellinger. Congrats again to Sam. He's only their columnist. He's basically their columnist. You guys get it. He wrote an article that I, I couldn't echo and agree with more. He pointed out that when the pandemic began and raging on, the NBA created a great system that then helped society come back to a sense of normalcy. They had the bubble. They had daily testing. 
They had protocols. They had all sorts of cleaning and et cetera. And we got to watch NBA basketball in a bubble. Now, a lot of people think it's an asterisk championship or et cetera. I'm not here to get into that. What they did was they led us to what other team, other leagues can do. College football, college basketball, and the NFL took a hint from what they did and said, how can we do what they did, but kind of affect it in our sport? And it worked. Sports were as close to back and normal last year as you could possibly imagine. They weren't normal, but they were more normal than no sports at all. His point in the column is now it's time for the NFL to be that leader. The pandemic is back. Omicron is raging on in the middle of your season. You need to tweak, massage, handle your protocols, make them publicly known to the point where Joe Fan can spew them out the same way he can spew out who the best Vikings wide receiver is. Because fantasy football, while awesome, is not as important as these protocols. And they should lead us back into a sense of normalcy. That's what the NFL should do. The NFL is this bully on the block when it comes to TV ratings. See the NBA yesterday, tree falls in a forest type deal. We'll talk about that later in the show too. But if you're going to be this leader, this behemoth, this different sort of animal, go be the leader. Massage and change your protocols so that players who are vaccinated don't have to be out at the same level that players who are unvaccinated are. And again, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. If you're showing symptoms and et cetera, maybe don't play them, but you need to make this as close to normal as you can while keeping everyone safe. That was my five minutes on the protocol. I'm not checking the text line, Grant, because I know someone's going to either, A, tell me the virus is fake, and I'm just not in the mood for that conversation, or they're going to be... Tell me about how horse paste is just as good as the vaccine. I'm also not in the mood for that conversation. I'm just saying the NFL needs to make their protocols better publicly known and massage them to the world as we live. Speaking of the Kansas City Chiefs and COVID, I found this note very interesting. For those of you who are gamblers, which Kansas and Missouri, you better not be because they've gone out of their way to tell us how bad and amoral it is. You sickos! But if you're in Iowa for some reason or a state that's progressive like New Jersey or Nevada. Here's a note for you. The Chiefs and Steelers game opened at a 10 and a half point spread. The Chiefs were 10 and a half points better than the Pittsburgh Steelers. To my point about how the Steelers stink. Now without Travis Kelsey, without Nick Bolton, without Lucas Niang and Andrew Wiley going up one-on-one against TJ Watt, backup punter, backup place kicker. Do you want to know what the line is right now? Live bet it, Grant. What do you got? What do you think? What's your guess? Uh, six and a half points. That's a good guess. By the way, don't bet it. Don't be amoral. No, obviously not. Yeah, obviously. I never would. We're in Kansas. Never have, never would. Yeah. We're going to be state 50. Yeah. yeah. Even when it gets legalized, I won't. 51. Oh, I'm of course. Good, yeah. I'm a good kid. Mm-hmm. You should run for state senate. You'd be great there. Nope. The line is still 10 and a half. If you're wondering what Vegas thinks of the Pittsburgh Steelers and why I echo what they think of the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Chiefs are without five starters, and Vegas thinks, ho-hum, Ben Roethlisberger is not a threat. So while I am concerned about T.J. Watt against Andrew Wiley, Vegas thinks, ho-hum. And while Vegas isn't always right, and I get the line is designed to get people on both sides, trust me, I get how gambling works because I've heard about it from my friends who live in Vegas. I'm not a sicko. I wouldn't break that law. I'm above law breaking. They're telling you the Chiefs are marked remarkably better than the Pittsburgh Steelers. By the way, before we go to break, quick COVID, quick, not COVID update. We've done those. Quick EPL Boxing Day update. Southampton can't be stopped. Another goal. Turn me on the radio and turn NBCSN on your TV, but mute it. Because right now with 20 minutes to go, West Ham down two to three against Southampton. Goals galore in this one. For those who tell me soccer is just a boring 90 minutes kicking around in a draw, I have the match for you. That Boxing Day score update was brought to you by Twin Peaks, Eats, Drinks, Scenic Views. When we come back, more Boxing Day updates because I know what the people want. And also, big day in the NFL. I'll tell you as a Chiefs fan what you should be cheering for when it comes to going to playoffs, being the AFC West champion, and that race for the one seed remains ever hot. This is Sundays with Rob. You're listening to Bink Sunday on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Welcome back. This is Bink Sunday. I am your host, Rob Brenton. I'm filling in for Jay Binkley. Jay Binkley, though, will be back tonight. Arrowhead, Arrowhead Fried postgame show. He'll take your calls. He'll break down the Chiefs and Steelers game. I believe he'll be on some shows this week. I don't know his schedule. I'm sure he's on some shows this week. So you'll get plenty of Jay Binkley, but for the next 90 minutes, you're strapped with me. And despite what the text line thinks... And somehow use it as an insult. When I'm filling in for Jay Binkley on this show, it's not Bink Sunday with Rob Brinton. It's Sundays with Rob. On this version of Sundays with Rob, we're doing Boxing Day updates, despite the fact three games got postponed because of the vid. A couple quick news and notes here. Boxing Day updates are brought to you by Twin Peaks, where you can eat, drink, and see the scenic views. Only update worth noting, I guess I should look at all the scores as opposed to the games I care about probably the right way to do it but the most important note on this boxing day is captain america christian pulisic american messi he will be starting today for chelsea he'll be starting at center forward which really sucks and that shouldn't be happening but that's neither here nor there he's starting the other scores from across the league here on boxing day tottenham is winning no one cares moving on Crystal Palace got a red card. Sick. Arsenal, another team no one cares about. Boo. Up 3-0 on Norwich. Man City and Leicester isn't lacking for scoring. 5-3. Man City has put another one in. Leicester, though, won't go quietly into the night. 5-3. The Etihad. And as I mentioned earlier, Southampton and West Ham. Remains a good one. West Ham chasing 2-3 against Southampton. Hampton. I'm going to do that every segment, and I'm, I'm not even looking at the text line when I do those updates because there's always one guy's like, soccer's not a real sport. Well, I host a nutmeg podcast, which is all about soccer. So we're going to do this, and we got a sponsor, and they, for some reason, wanted me to do this. So that's what we're doing. And Grant gets fired up when I do it. In the break, he was like, I can't believe the Southampton game so so great. Also, Adrian Martinez is the starting quarterback at K-State, and he was fired up. You would have thought Iowa State lost the game. He was so excited. He was pumped. Am I just like like a like a caricature of a K State fan? Yeah, oh, 100 percent. Yeah, Adrian Martinez. I'm excited about. Yeah, I mean, nothing comes close to Iowa State losing a football game. Yeah, in terms of excitement, 100 percent. That you're you're just you're just a caricature for. <laughs> you you hate Iowa State. I mean, it's pretty fair. To be fair, it's pretty fair. You hate Iowa State. You are excited about Adrian Martinez. Yeah. You love the lavender K State jerseys, and you defend Absolutely. Bruce quasi and that basketball program as best you can. I defend Bruce because I have to, exactly. not because I want to. Exactly. Where's okay? Fair enough. So yes, it's partly caricature. It's partly what you are, Grant. I saw you earlier this, earlier this week. You were wearing the lavender hoodie. You were fired up. Yeah, because the lavender hoodie is hot. <laughs> I look good in the lavender hoodie. 
hot in the streets. Speaking of non-college football or players who are watching college football, that's an A-plus pivot for you. That's where he went to school. Today in the NFL, the Chiefs continue their battle for the one seed, which, I mean, maybe I'm part of this category because I thought the one seed was kind of dead and gone when they were three and four. The national media, which is everyone's favorite, you know, made-up punching bag, the national media never believed in us. But at three and four, the Chiefs were kind of dead for the one seed, in my opinion. They've roared to life. They've won seven in a row, and now they are in control of their own destiny as the one seed. But with their COVID outbreak and their lack of players today, by the way, a little other news. I don't know if it's breaking news, but Adam Schefter announced that quarterback coach Mike Kafka, running back coach Greg Lewis, and offensive assistant line, assistant offensive line coach Corey Mathai will not be available for the Chiefs today to coach. So they are not only without starters, they are without multiple coaches. Take that for what you will. If you're into that sort of thing, grain of salt it. I don't really care. I'm just passing along the news and the notes. So they take on the Pittsburgh Steelers today with a lack of players. If Chiefs fans want to be the one seed, which I can't imagine Chiefs fans don't want to be the one seed, you probably weren't super thrilled with the results Thursday night between the Titans and the Niners. I don't want to get too far in the weeds for a game that was now three games ago in the NFL schedule and three days ago, and most people have kind of forgotten about it, but Jimmy G's not the guy. I mean, I don't know what they're doing out there. I like Kyle Shanahan, but running died Alex Smith out there every week, which is not the answer. He showed his limitations in a loss to the Tennessee Titans. The Titans now are 10-5. and five. Chiefs win today. They can maintain the one seed for now and hold off the Tennessee Titans. If the Chiefs lose today, as you'll note, the Titans did beat the Chiefs, thus holding the tie break. So two teams at 10 and 5. The Titans would be your one seed in the AFC. The one seed is basically a three-team race now. I know there's some, there's probably some mathematical algorithm that shows the, the Bengals are still in it. I didn't do all the research on all the ways every team with eight wins can get to the one seed because I didn't want to go through like, if so-and-so loses all their games by 38, now we got something cooking for the Ravens. I'm not wasting anyone's time doing that. So it's basically a three-team race for the ones in the AFC. Your Kansas City Chiefs, who I mentioned are control of their own destiny. Their next three games today, Pittsburgh Steelers at the Cincinnati Bengals. Those are two teams vying for playoff spots. Those are not easy games. They then end the season with a division matchup at the Denver Broncos. As much as I love the joke about the Denver Broncos and get my jokes off about Vic Fangio playing 1997 football in 2021, which he is. And the fact their starting quarterback, Drew Locke, is elite at turning the football over, which he is. And the fact they're a team that's run heavy and defense-oriented in 2021 and how foolish it is, which it is. It's love how much to get those jokes off. They are still a team vying for a playoff spot. So those are three games the Chiefs have. You don't really see a cakewalk. You don't see a walkover. It's scoreboard washing time in Kansas City because the Chiefs need to be part of Bill's Mafia today. Jump through a table, squirt ketchup on your face, whatever those weirdos do. Head up to Owls and Parkfield, get some wings because you need the Patriots to take a loss, and here's why. The Patriots' schedule down the stretch is objectively easier than the Chiefs. So is the Titans, but you can't retroactively cheer for the Niners, so it is what it is. The Patriots' schedule down the stretch Bills today in Foxborough. Foxborough in December is usually a house of horrors for people, but Mac Jones isn't Tom Brady. Maybe it's not the house of horrors. Maybe those three-yard passes that don't go anywhere will actually not help them, but they play the Bills today. Big Bills fans, Chiefs. Next week, tough one. Big one for the Pats. Jags at home. I don't know what the line's going to be, It's going to be big, though. Daryl Bevel and Trevor Lawrence against Bill Belichick. Seems like we can chalk that one up to a W for the Pats. And they finish the season in Miami. Miami's a little salt. It's similar to Denver. They're salty. They're hot. But they're not like a real contender contender. Meanwhile, Tennessee Titans, who I said won Thursday and put a little pressure on the Kansas City Chiefs to continue to race for the one seed. Their last two games, the Dolphins, like I said, salty bunch. That game's in Nashville. And they end the season with another walkover, the Houston Texans. 
Long neck Davis Mills probably won't get it done. Old giraffe neck probably won't lead him to a victory. So if you're a Chiefs fan, today's the day. Buffalo Bills, go get it. But I have a question for the text line because the other note, someone someone says Fangio can outcoach you, radio guy. Well, yeah, great. If he if he couldn't, I would hope I would hope he can outcoach me. Sometimes I love the text line. Sometimes I hate it. Someone did ask for an Aston Villa update. Still three two Southampton. I got you. Jay Southland toes for his text line nine one three five seven six seven six ten. Feel free to interact there. With pearls of wisdom, like the NFL coach is a better coach than me. Please send pearls that way. The other scenarios that can't see Chiefs today in the playoffs is they can clinch a playoff berth with a win. And if the Chargers win or the Texans, the Chiefs win the playoffs. Not really a thing I'm worried about as a Chiefs fan. Not really a thing I think is t-shirt buying worthy of a Chiefs fan. It's great to be in the dance. Great to give yourself a chance to win the Super Bowl. You only can't do that if you don't make the playoffs. But I think Chiefs fans and the Chiefs have evolved to a point where clinching playoff berths is just kind of a win, not if. So, but that's the thing at play today. The other thing at play today is the Chiefs can clinch the AFC West with a win over the Pittsburgh Steelers and a Charger loss to Houston. Now, that's not probably happening because Houston's bad and they got the vid everywhere, their best wide receiver out, several defensive players out. If the NFL cared all about the Texans, they might move the game, but they don't, so who cares? It's the Texans. But here's my question, text line, because I'm going to make a KU basketball analogy and the text line's going to hate me. It's going to be great. AFC West titles are cool. Do you still buy t-shirts for it? Do you still celebrate it the same way you did when it was Alex Smith or Matt Castle? Is it still a moment like, yeah, the AFC West, we did it again. Or at this point, is it kind of like one of those things where you're just adding a tally mark. Boop, another one home. My KU basketball analogy, I think at a certain point early in the Big 12 Conference streak for KU fans, they didn't really care about it. They're like, oh, yeah, another one. Mark it down. Five in a row. Cool. Six in a row. Cool. And then it became like historical and they cared way too much about it. They pivoted the wrong direction. But do Chiefs fans really care, care about winning the AFC West? Or because you have Patrick Mahomes and one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, one of the best coaches in the NFL, do you look at it and say, yeah, that's fun. That means we're hosting a playoff game. I'll buy my tickets. But I'm not. And AFC West itself doesn't move the needle. Because that's how I feel about it. But maybe now I'm, I'm an outlier. Maybe people look at this AFC West dominance and they buy the t-shirts and they go out there and they celebrate galore for the AFC West. That's just not me. But I'm curious where Chiefs fans land on that. Like I said, they could win the AFC West today with a Charger loss to Houston, which crazier things have happened, and a win over the Pittsburgh Steelers. You can always interact with the show here. Jay Southland, Toaster's text line, 913-576-7610. Top text, eh. You could probably outcoach Vic. Don't let the text line get you down. You know what? Good point. I would invest in a quarterback. Vic never did. So I probably am better than Vic. Top text. I don't really care about the AFC West. That's kind of where I'm at too. I mean, it's a nice little feather in your cap, but it doesn't really move the needle the same way it did for me. That 2010 year where Matt Castle did it. It was like, we did something. And then the Ravens came to town and all the fun was over. We come back. We're going to have about a five minute segment. I did this on purpose. I built this clock this way. We're going to talk, I promise, only for five minutes today about the National Basketball Association. So if you guys don't like the National Basketball Association, tune in at 11. If you do, stay tuned. This is Sunday to Rob. You're listening to Bink Sunday on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back in. This is Sundays with Rob. I am Rob Brenton, your host. You can catch me on the drive from 2 to 6 every weekday with Carrington Harrison or on the Nutmeg Podcast where you get all your sporting Kansas City news, notes, and takes. I was trying to figure it out, Rob, what Sundays with Rob sounds like. What does it sound like? It sounds like, like a cooking show. It really does. It sounds like you're on like 9 o'clock in the morning on PBS. You have mm-hmm. to watch it before going to church and you're in there just whipping up an omelet or something. There you go. Grant just called me Julia Childs because he's mad I made him a general K-State caricature. I'm not mad. I'm just saying it sounds like a cooking show. He's going to make general K-State jokes. You know what? Do you know what Grant loves? Parking lot beers. Loves them. 
He'll protect him. He'll die for those parking lot beers. K-State fans get that joke. No Stop re 2022. <laughs> Top text on the text line. Jay Southland, Toaster's text line. 913-576-7610. Feel free to interact with the show there. You're not an outlier on the AFC West gear. It's conference championship or bust. That's kind of where I'm at. This team is so good, it's hard to celebrate things that are probably celebration worthy, but fans are an insatiable bunch and they won't be satisfied with conference championships as long as this coach and quarterback are in place. By the way, we are doing Boxing Day updates. I mentioned I'm on the Nutmeg podcast. We're doing Boxing Day updates across the pond. Boxing Day is a big deal for the uninitiated. It's basically the Lions and Cowboys playing on Thanksgiving. It's their tradition, except for everyone plays on the day after Christmas, Boxing Day. There's some historical thing about giving peasants gifts on Boxing Day. I didn't want to get into the how, you know, the UK had rich people and poor people have two classes. A couple of scores from across the league. Arsenal officially won 5-0 over Norwich. Wait for wait to show up, Norwich. Man City, your league leader, another win for them. They won 6-3 today at home against Leicester City. Tottenham, only won because Crystal Palace was a red card, but an asterisk by it because they stink. They won 3-0 today over Palace. I'm definitely my bias getting the way there. And with a handful of minutes left in the 96th minute of six minutes of added time, 3-2, Southampton on the road, giving West Ham all they want. Chelsea later today against Aston Villa here in about 30 minutes. So during that Pete Sweeney interview at 1130, I'll be locked in to the match. and Pete Sweeney can talk. And then later today, Brighton and Brentford, best for the NFL games. I have a hunch that you will be watching the NFL games and not Brentford and Brighton. But that's just my thought. That score update is brought to you by Twin Peaks, where you can eat, drink, and see the scenic views. Grant, your thoughts on the scenic views? My thoughts on the scenic <laughs> views? Just wanted to see what you'd say. I abstain on the scenic <laughs> views. I, I've I've been to Twin Peaks a number of times. You know they got pretty good nachos though. I actually do like the food. It's pretty good. Makes me. I just want to see. What I was. I saw you were getting ready for the next hour, working ahead. I know what that chair's like. I want to see. Whoa, whoa, the panic. Oh, I got two minutes left in this summer. I'm going to talk about the NBA. So get excited. Did anyone watch the NBA yesterday? The games were great. They were excellent. They were definitely on TV two at my house, the NFL on TV one. But my point about the NBA games was actually not about the games itself. Due to COVID, a lack of stars, the NFL being a bully on the block and saying Christmas Day is ours now. Did anyone watch the NBA? Now, I know this is Kansas City, so the answer is no. Because it could be game seven in the NBA Finals, and I can say who's watching, and people will text me like, the Royals have a game against the Angels. Game 68, Rob. Okay. But without Trey Young, that Hawks game in the morning, unwatchable. I know the Warriors won, and they had their star in Steph Curry, and he performed like a star, but he said in postgame, they're down a lot of players because of COVID. That doesn't really make it super watchable. Klay Thompson's still out. Doesn't really see that was the best game of the day, but that was on the same time that Packers and Browns was ending. No one's going to choose that or Packers Browns. The Nets basically had me, you and James Harden out there because their whole team was in the protocol and they got a win over 2007 all-stars, the Los Angeles Lakers who were also suffering from their own COVID problems and their own problems with a terribly built roster. That Lakers team's terrible, Rob. There's an awful, they're horrific. They're awful. The roster is horrible. I mean, you can't play Russell Westbrook at this point. You, I mean, there's, you can't play Carmelo. There's That roster yeah. is full of, like, the hottest names on NBA street that you could build on a roster, yeah. and they don't fit. They don't play defense. Ah, it's so bad. It, it, it's, it's not so watchable. Terrible. It's bad. But did anyone really – like? I know Kansas City, this is a bad rhetorical question, but the NBA should have paused and been like, oh, COVID, so we're going to move our marquee games to a different day. Because now the NFL has decided to flex its muscle and be the bully on the block and basically said, hey, with 17 games, we're going to start playing games on Christmas. The NBA is kind of screwed. Even if they didn't have COVID outbreaks with their stars, I think the average sports fan in December would rather watch week 16 of the NFL season as opposed to basically what a lot of people view as the kickoff of the NBA season. The NBA has a problem now. And it's for the first time ever, the NFL has decided to bully the NBA. The NFL has bullied every other sport 
Now the NBA's in their crosshairs. I'm curious what fans will do going forward. Yesterday's TV numbers will not be indicative because so many players had COVID, and thus I think that's why a lot of people tuned out. But as we get maybe next year we won't have COVID issues, I want to see what the NFL Sunday games look against the uh, NBA Christmas Day games. Top text that Warriors Phoenix game was great. Steph Curry is the Patrick Mahomes of his sport. I can't stop watching him. I respect his greatness. I hate Steph Curry. Robbed me of so much joy. I hate Steph Curry, man. I hate him. He's so good, but I hate him. A lot of people don't know this, but he's the first ever unanimous MVP with a 3-1 series lead to blow it. Always remember that, folks. And like a coward, he passed the ball between Davidson and Kansas the Elite Eight. That was your top text on the Jay Southland Toaster's text line. When we come back, I promise, Chiefs and Steelers coverage. We'll talk about how the Steelers stink, and you shouldn't fear them. That's next on Sunday's Rob. You're listening to Bink Sunday on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.